Cockpits and Cocktails. We use this podcast to share stories and talk about all things aviation and aerospace. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Cheers to you and enjoy. Thank you so much for having me here. It's such an honor. Now, there is so much we can talk about today, so hopefully we can squeeze it all in, but if we can't, we just might have to have you on again. Um, For those of you who do not know, uh, she is now running Alaska Floats and Skis, and um, her dad, I'm sure most of you know, but I'm going to let her share her story. (laughs) I could go on and on and talk about you forever, but I'm going to let you talk. It sounds like it's Cooper's girl crush. (laughs) I love them. That's awesome. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Um, Yeah, so I'm a little raspy, so sorry about that. But um, my dad is Don Lee. He is a uh, kind of a legendary bush pilot in Alaska. He's been here for, you know, 48 years flying flying airplanes, um, has flown all over the world, almost every imaginable kind of airplane. Uh, so I'm really super lucky that, um, that I am his offspring. And I've grown up flying with him. Um, you know, I would ask questions about the plane and the instrumentation and he would just be like, don't look at any of that. None of that matters. And I, you know, uh, so I didn't know what like anything was, but I knew how to, how to fly a plane. And so, um, so as I kind of got more into my flight training, I, I learned a bunch of, a bunch of new things and flight instructors were like, wait, what? Like, you don't know this. And I'm like, I don't know. All I know is what Don Lee's taught me. It has nothing to do with the instruments, you know? Um, That's so, awesome. You know, so uh, I've been, yeah, it's hilarious. You know, he's like, you just feel the plane and you look outside and you know that there's something to that for sure. Um, and so I'm very thankful that, you know, I grew up that way and grew up flying with him. Um you know, aviation wasn't really a passion of mine until recently. I, um, I was a teacher for 10 years. And so education is my background. I have part of my PhD in curriculum and instruction. I have a master's degree in educational leadership. Um, and so um, that was my, you know, that was my passion. That was my heart is, uh, was teaching and working with kids. And so um, this, this aviation endeavor is new. And, um, but being in this environment that I'm in here at the seaplane base, it is impossible not to fall more and more in love with airplanes. And so as time has passed um, these last three years, um, now it's just like, I can't get enough. I, um, if I don't fly at least every two weeks, I turn into a total grouchy butt. So, you know, and that never used to be the case. So, you know, you're addicted when, when if you don't do it, you, uh, <laughs> you're, you're not pleasant. <laughs> You have withdrawals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Aviation withdrawals. I think we yeah. know that feeling. <laughs> I think most most pilots know that feeling. You know, when you love what you do and you're not able to do it, it it uh it gets challenging. So I'm lucky enough to um have seven airplanes and be able to fly them now. So uh, I'm like the lucky feel like the luckiest person in the world. It also sounds pretty badass, but you know, we'll have to mute that one. No, we don't have yeah, to mute it. That's okay. 
<laughs> so what it what how will your legacy be different than your dad's? I'm sure people are wondering, is it being run differently, the same? What have you learned? Share with us some of that. Yeah, for sure. So <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> so much of what my dad has built, I want to preserve. So a couple, a couple main things come to mind with that. Number one, his generosity. So he is a very generous person. He always has been, and he always will be. He's always done their shifts. He very much, he will tell, he'll be the first to tell you aviation becoming a professional pilot does not happen in isolation. There's always somebody who has you know, reached down and brought you up into it. And he's experienced that. So he's done that for many, many others. And so that, that kind of generosity is something that I always want to continue to perpetuate, um, he, you know, in, in the business and, you know, also within myself. The other thing that Don Lee's created um, is an atmosphere that is so fun. So people come to fly for us, they, they come up to get their float rating, they stay on the lake, you know, that's one thing, but it's actually the environment and the people and all the other things about that, that go into it. You know, Alaska sells itself, it is absolutely gorgeous here, there's no doubt about that, but um, who you hire, who you have around, um, the attitudes of the people you're flying with, you know, all of those things, you know, the pizza parties, the you know, be around the fire pit. Those are the experiences on top of the flying that, that people are going to remember and that bring them back to, to keep flying with us. And so, you know, it's really about a, a whole experience, not just some hours in a logbook. Um, and so that's something I also want to preserve is just this, the sacredness of this space here. It is like a little slice of heaven. And I want it to always feel like that and always stay like that. I'm very protective of the support and positivity um, around the seaplane base. It is so important to me for this to be a place where um, people come, they feel welcome, they feel at home. It doesn't matter who you are, what country you're from, what your background is, what your you know sexual orientation is, what your preferences are, like nothing, none of that matters. We very much care about people for, for who they are and we have a great time flying. And so, you know, it's a very welcoming space, um, a very safe place. And so for me, that's also really important. So, you know, those are two things that stand out to me that, that Dawn's done that, that I can preserve. Dawn, there's no way to ever, ever, he's not even, he's such a unique individual. There's no um, following up on, on his legacy. He's, he's built one for, for himself. He's one of the hardest working people I've ever met in my entire life. Um, and I do feel like genetically I'm, I'm predisposed disposed to, uh, also <laughs> kind of following in those footsteps, but, um, you know, he, he has run the business a lot on his skill as a pilot, which he's an un unbelievable pilot. Um, and then also his charisma, and he is extremely charismatic, um, you know, and, and those things, I don't, you know, those things are really special. And so I don't pretend to be able to, to do that. But, um, you know, aviation is so fun. And I uh, definitely 
Um, I have to say I'm a little bit, I'm not a little bit, I'm a lot more organized than Don. <laughs> so a lot of, <laughs> a lot of things in the business I feel have improved <laughs> um, as far as that goes. Um, you know, I was a teacher. So when you're a teacher, you can do anything, you know, teachers can do anything. They're amazing, amazing people. And so, uh, you know, I feel like teaching seventh grade has prepared me in so many ways to take over this business that nothing else really could have. <laughs> So I want to say, everybody that's listening, listen, it is so true about what she's saying about your experience there. I know you have many, many options, but this, for me, this was an experience of a lifetime. I loved, and if you go, no, I'm sorry, when you go, you must have Benny cook for you. <laughs> it was Benny, right, who cooked for me and made that delicious pizza. Benny isn't cooking anymore, actually, but, but he's no. around from time to time. <laughs> oh no, you people missed it. You missed your opportunity. But you know, I do, I want to say everything is on point. Um, going up there, the whole experience, I have seven kids. And if you want a little vacay time to just reset and refresh it's that experience along with getting your float rating it to just be able to breathe and the uh Talkeetna is just a beautiful place and the people I immediately felt like family with your staff um and unfortunately I didn't get to finish there because you know the weather <laughs> But it was just, I loved being able to hang out those extra few days with everyone. So you must go there. And then I wanted to ask, do you plan on becoming a DPE so you can give check rides? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> That's a really know. good question. Who <laughs> needs her hands in to figure out who's a DPE? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So I'm still so new in my aviation career. I just got my private pilot license um, actually like four months ago or so. I flew my TriPacer from Alaska to Colorado in November with a DP named Carol Zerby. And it was like an amazing trip. Um, and so I'm, I'm still relatively new. I, I only have about 200 flight hours. And so you know, something like that would just be so incredibly far off. So uh, who knows about that? But, uh, you know, my dad is the DP now and we love having him around and we'll, we'll keep it that way for as long as we possibly can. <laughs> what so what I heard was yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. Super she will be right? at, at one point. Yes, she will be there. If not, we will find you. I really, I really like your guys's vision for me. I think or you have to cook it for <laughs> She either wants food or a DPE, so make it happen. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I like it. You know, uh, something I was going to say, too, about the seaplane base um, um, that you were saying, Dee, was uh, there's a lot of girl power going on there. So my chief pilot is Sarah Mache. She is just a total badass. Um, the most, like, she's so mature for her age. Her leadership skills are, I learned from her every single day. Um, she's amazing. Um, we have, you know, a great, we have a great staff. We have, 
you know, AJ in the office, we have Lauren doing deck handing stuff and Nell, and there's a lot of, um, a lot, there's another female flight instructor as well. Um, you know, so there's a huge passion of mine is, is women in aviation. I know for certain without a shadow of a doubt that I would not be a pilot um, unless I was raised by Don. Um, it just never would have even occurred to me. Even being raised by Don, it took me, you know, 30, 36 years to get my pilot's license. So um, there are a lot of obstacles. Something I'm really passionate about is talking to women. So every single woman I have ever met that's a pilot um, has had challenges whether it be sexual harassment, um, you know, just, just obstacles with their gender, with this career. And it is so sad that we live in 2022 in this day and age, and this is still happening and such a pain. And so, you know, it takes a, a woman with a lot of grit and a lot of determination and um, has to be super strong to, to make it in this industry. And so, um, you know, there's just a lot of support out there for women. And I do feel like I'm right on that boat. I feel like, um, you know, we all need to build each other up. We all need to help each other. We all need to be positive towards each other. Like I'm a huge advocate um, just for women supporting other women. And I will be the first um, to do that, you know? And so I think that, um, you know, through this process and this, and this change of buying the business, I wasn't sure how some things were going to develop as far as, you know, my background in education and how that would work with this. Um, and there's been a lot of really, really developments, um, you know, a lot with, you know, with women in aviation and raising awareness on, you know, some of the obstacles that women face. Um, a lot with scholarships, a lot with like our whole new CFI program. We um, do an intensive CFI course here because, you know, as a teacher, everybody I talk to with these fresh eyes on aviation has talked about like a bad CFI they've had. And, you know, it's just, it's absolutely unacceptable. A teacher it can make or break somebody's career or confidence, you know? And so it was really important to me to actually start creating a more positive ripple effect in the industry um, one CFI at a time. And so we started this CFI school. Um, it's on the shoulder seasons. So we do, we're doing two CFI courses um, in the fall and two in the spring. It's led by Martha Ann Picard. She is a, um, an amazing pilot. She flies here from New York to teach these courses and puts together a whole team and brings them here to teach these so talk about like, you know, girl power going on. It's just amazing when you have ambitious women and you put them together, what, what can happen? It's unbelievable. And so she teaches, teaches this course and it's been extremely successful. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot happening in Alaska floats and skis that we're just super, super excited about. That's awesome. Make sure you use that when you post that, Stephanie, hashtag girl I mean power. I know. I mean, I kind of listen, everything you touched on is like, obviously, I think, you know, every woman in aviation, whether whatever their position is, I feel like there's been that we could have a whole entire podcast on 
stupid things we've heard or stupid, you know, just the comments or, or the everything. But like, side note, I kind of feel like you should run for president. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> but like, I definitely, absolutely everything, it, it's just completely accurate. And I feel like why, I've said that so many times, why are we living in 2022? And this is a thing. Yeah, you know, I would love to raise more awareness. Um, there are so many guys I talk to and they're like, it's 2022, that doesn't happen. And I'm like, what? Like people do not, there needs to be way more. We need to be talking about this way more. more. Um, so I'm happy to join in on any conversation um, that you guys start on that. And so, and I know a lot of women and I have, I'm starting to write down their stories too. Um, so maybe, maybe we can collaborate on something because there needs to be more, more awareness on this issue. Absolutely. And that's a good thing to say, like you're writing down their stories because everybody has something. I know someone who's a, she's a flight attendant and, um, she had to go into the cockpit to let, uh, I guess a captain go to the bathroom and the co-pilot knew that, um, the first officer had knew and she was working on her instrument and when he walked back in she uh, he overheard the end of the conversation and he immediately said oh so your son's learning to fly and, and it's like what wait how do you what, why would that even be the <laughs> you know you obviously didn't hear any of the conversation but that's what you got out of it it couldn't be well, me it's, like, it it's unconscious be it's unconscious bias like mm -hmm. people don't even know that they're biased, you know? And so that's why it's important to, um, to raise awareness because then it allows them to reflect on their own comments, but they're not always malicious. They really just, you know, they just aren't aware of their own biases. That's a good point. Some just don't have a clue. And then others, they don't like that the 6% is almost 7%. There's a few. <laughs> or you know some conferences where you show up and all the men are in suits just to get their interviews and it's like wait 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 what about us <laughs> for the women here <laughs> this is a conference Absolutely. for us <laughs> so let's we talk about your um I want everyone to know about your generosity so I want to start out with though with um you know there are very few seaplane scholarships out there and a few years ago, there were few for women. And now I'm seeing several pop up, which recently you collaborated with Cooper the pilot. Um, and we awarded a special young lady with a scholarship. But I want to talk to you about, uh, I mean, we know what drives you. You're all about girl power for uh, and offering these scholarships. But what else, um, because I really want people to know about your generosity and giving out these opportunities. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, for sure. So it's not just about females, you know, um, aviation as an industry, you know, we have a, a bigger vision to create um, a safer aviation industry as a whole. And so to me, you know, some people are like, oh, your float rating. Well, when are you going to use that? Well, it's not just about your float rating. You know, it's, um, it's about flying in different airplanes in different environments. 
And so that can only make you a better pilot. And so um, I'll tell you about a few of our scholarships. So we have, um, we do one with women in aviation every year. That was mainly spurred on actually by Sarah McShay and also Carol Zerby. She is the DPE in Anchorage and she does the check ride for that. Uh, and then that's like a collaboration. Sarah does the instruction, Carol does the check ride and we provide, you know, the housing and the, and the airplane rental. <clears throat> um, and then obviously the one, the one through you, um, that was really, really awesome just because you've been here and experienced that and are trying to as well pay it forward. And we really appreciate the collaboration with that as well. <clears throat> we do one through the Seaplane Pilots Association um, as well called the uh, Tyler Orso and Chuck Grimes uh, Memorial Scholarship. So that's actually not just for women, that's open to, um, to, to both genders. Um, and that, uh, that one has been a long time going on with us, um, with our relationship with, with them. Um, and then we also do another one through Seaplane Pilots Association called Women Making a Splash. And that one, you know, all the missions and visions for all of these are a little bit different. That one is to increase the number of female seaplane pilots because even though, you know, women are such a fraction of the percent of pilots, um, only 1% of female pilots have their float plane rating. And so, you know, that is, that's something that we are also just trying to increase, um, you know, and so, so those are the, the four main uh, scholarships that we're doing right now. They, we're always trying to, to grow that program though. Um, we tragically lost my 21 year old cousin last summer. His name was Tag Lee. And um, so we're doing actually a memorial scholarship for him, for a member of the community in Talkeetna for a teenager to get their full private pilot's license um, in his name. Um, and so, you know, I have a big aviation family. My dad's little brother, David Lee, um, owns Sheldon Air Service here in Talkeetna. Um, you know, I have several, you know, uh, family members who are pilots, and so we have a big aviation family, and so that's a really uh, scholarship that's really close to my heart um, because of TAG, but then also just because, you know, my teacher heart, I want kids to find their passion, and I, I want them to live their best lives, and so if I can be a part of that in this way, that is like, you know, that's just a dream. It's such a such an amazing honor to be able to give to give back the way that we do and I would challenge every uh every flight school every seaplane base every pilot um to to really dig deep and think about that because the impact that we're making on the industry it starts with us as an individual and so um you know I I have a student that I taught in seventh grade he um he lives in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. His name is Davis. And um he was in my seventh grade class. And my dad came to visit me and my dad spoke to my class. And so, anyways, Davis and I, you know, uh he was a great kid, but I'm him and his mom, his mom and I are friends. And so he's graduating from high school and you know, she saw me and she's like, Davis is going to Embry Riddle and he's gonna be a pilot. And I'm like, that's amazing. So I connected with Davis and I was like, hey, how's it going? And I said, well, when did you know you wanted to be a pilot? And he's like, well, in your class in seventh grade when your dad came and talked to us. Like, and so it was just, it gives me the chills because it just, you know, you can never underestimate your impact that you can have 
And so I would encourage, you know, everybody try to come go talk to kids in the schools, try to, you know, um, talk about all the cool stuff. There's so much cool stuff people are doing aerobatics, like airlines, you know, um, military, there is just so much amazing things happening in aviation. And um, it is, I feel like our obligation to share that and to bring, bring up more pilots, um, you know, and talk with kids and inspire the next generation. So that's uh, also a huge mission, you know. I love it. And I also heard, um, I believe Lauren told me once, you guys also do some special projects with local kids there um, because there are, well, one of the ways of transport, the main mode of transportation there is by airplane. You want to share? Yeah, yeah. So there's, um, yeah, there's um, a program called Alaska Excel. They work with um, native students Um on in all ways. So they do, a t- they have so many different programs, but one of the programs is aviation. And so, um, so we have worked with them a lot in the past as well. Um, actually one of the kids from the start from high school until now, he's actually, he has his commercial check ride, I think tomorrow. So these kids in these villages, you know, 83% of like towns in Alaska are only accessible by aircraft. And so, um, you know, but in these villages, like there is very, very little opportunity to, um, you know, to be able to learn to fly, you know, uh, planes come in and out to deliver goods, but to actual get to actually get flight instruction is like nearly impossible. And so, um, Jamie Cleus is a good friend of mine. She leads this, this aviation program with Alaska Excel. And um, she was a flight instructor actually for us a few years back and she does amazing work. So these these high school students in these villages get to come to Anchorage. They stay um, at the University of Alaska. They have dormitories and actually get training. And so she's worked with these kids from the time they're in high school. And then she works with them until they're private pilot, but she works with them on scholarships and a bunch of different things to get them through their commercial license. And so it is an amazing program. So we do partner with them as well. Um, Last year we did a raffle where if they donated to the program, then we did a drawing for a float rating. Um, And then now Jamie and I are also working on um, a way to to work with the kids more directly and get them their float rating once they get their commercial license. And so that's that's always in the works. And it's, I can't, um, you know, sing this program's praises enough. You know, I think, oftentimes we're looking to it, like, where can we give? What can we do? And, you know, people get a little bit jaded because, you know, different charities have high, high admin fees or whatever it is. Um, but Alaska Excel, if you're ever looking for a place to donate is an amazing program. And then of course, we are always looking for more opportunities to give back. And so, <coughs> um, and so it's, a, I can't, I can't say enough good things about that. That's a great point. Thanks for bringing that one up. <coughs> That's incredible. I think the whole, for you, the, with the educational side and your background, and then kind of like getting to do the aviation part of it, I think that whole, you know, your teaching part of it, you could bring so much, like you're already expanding everything and, and you have little tentacles out everywhere. And I think that's incredible because of all the people that you're helping, 
like it's it's just really pretty cool. <laughs> like I hope you you you've thought of that and realized how awesome you are. <laughs> You know, to be honest, like I see I'm why so... the girl crushes here. It's a little get it. You guys are so sweet. I you're making me blush. Um, you know, the, I really appreciate the feedback. I I don't think about it a whole lot. I'm extremely busy, so I feel like you know, um, I just I know that that I have a big heart, and I know I got that from you know from my parents, and I just hope to to make my dad proud and my family proud and, um, you know, do everything that we can to, to improve all the time, you know, the industry and, um, you know, the business and pilots lives. I get, I get emails from pilots <clears throat> from that flew with us years ago. And they, I mean, I just got an email the other day and this guy said, I just had to send you an email. I flew with you five years ago. And I think about it every single day. It was seriously the best time I have ever had in an airplane, you know? And so it's just like, when you get emails like that from people and they keep in touch and they send you pictures of what they're doing. And, you know, I always say people come to us, um, you know, strangers, but they leave Alaska Flosinski's part of our family. And I, and I hope every single client feels that way. You know, we really do care a lot about people and so, but it's just amazing how, um, how these experiences shape people's lives. I have other pilots, you know, at a, an airline pilot that just said, man, I'm like, you know, getting a little burnout on flying. And I thought maybe, I thought maybe this would um, be fun. And he's like, this completely reinvigorated my passion. And he's like, I could not believe how much fun I had here. And so, you know, when you hear stories like that, it really does like, it just touches your heart. You know, when I left teaching, I wondered if, um, if this would be fulfilling, you know, cause I have, I have all these students that I just love so much. And I'm like, oh gosh, leaving teaching is going to be really hard. I've put so much work and education into this career, but, um, to be honest, like it is so fulfilling. Like this other person came back from a check ride with a huge smile on their face. And Don, of course, is hilarious DPE. So they like, love flying with Don. And they're like, that was the best check ride I've ever had. It was hilarious. <laughs> awesome. And we saw a moose and a bear. Like, you know, I'm so um, jealous. <laughs> it's like, awesome. it's so fun, you know? It's so funny because they said, Hey, did you see the, uh, bear down there? And I said, no, it was too busy flying. <laughs> I'm so That's jealous. A good point. <laughs> Yeah, you guys probably are used to that, just looking down and seeing a moose. <laughs> so awesome. we are running out of time, and I wish we could talk longer. Um, but I have one last question. This is cockpits and cocktails. So, what is your favorite cocktail after the long day is over? Oh, girl. Um, <laughs> you know, or I, a couple. You can list a couple. <laughs> I dig a dirty martini. Nice. Yep. extra dirty I, extra dirt extra dirty baby I like um Tito's extra dirty yeah. Tito's martini that's that's my how, that's my how many olives cocktail. how many olives oh how many <laughs> olives oh gosh you can never have too many olives like just oh my goodness I agree <laughs> all right everybody did you hear that martini take it with you <laughs> okay, well, don't actually take it with you. We're not condoning that. No, no, no. <laughs> at, at, in Talkeetna. 
Um, well, thank you so much. At the lodge overlooking Sally. <laughs> you know, you can sit down if you guys haven't looked. Uh, you guys can go sit down by the uh, fire. Is it a fire? Well, it's not a, really a fire. But it's the chimney, or pizza oven. That's what it is. <laughs> go sit down there and enjoy the water and a dirty martini. So you have a pizza oven? Now I'm hungry. Oh, oh my gosh, it's amazing. I think I need to go to Alaska. <laughs> Let's go. I'm telling that you. That would be. Oh, it's yeah. She wouldn't be allowed to work that week. You'd have to be hanging out with us the whole week. But, I know would what? love it. I Take would me away. I would <laughs> save us from the bear. You need more than a week, though. We have to go for a couple of weeks. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us today on Cocktails and Cocktails. And we will see you next time. Please give Alaska Floats and Skis a follow and any other social media platforms you would like to share. Um, you know, we're we're pretty active on Instagrams. So if you just want to follow us on there, um, that'd be great. Just Alaska Floats and Skis. Awesome. Thanks for being on.